Father, we thank you that we are here tonight, that you have called us to be here at this moment, at this time, and we pray that we would hear your voice as you speak to us now. We pray that you would help us to understand your word, that we would follow you and worship you, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to ask you a question this evening. Why are you here? Why have you come to church tonight? And as I ask that question, I know that there could be lots of different reasons why you're here. Maybe it's because you're in church every Sunday, either here or somewhere else. It's part of your regular routine. Or maybe you're here tonight because you were told that you had to come tonight and there was no getting out of it whether you wanted to or not. Or maybe you have come because you wanted to be part of the baptism to see uh, Harry's special service Uh, and if you keep him entertained like that he'll do really well later on so we will whether you're here for one of those reasons or for another reason entirely uh, you're very welcome here with us tonight in each of our services we focus in on a particular reading from the Bible and tonight our focus is on Psalm 100 which you'll find on this service sheet and it would be good to have it open in front of you there. And in Psalm 100 we find the answer to the question why we would want to come to church, why we would want to worship God. But first before we come to the why of worship we find the what of worship. In verses 1 and 2, we are told what to do when we come to worship. Now, maybe maybe you're friends with Jason or um, Natalie, and you're not used to the Church of Ireland, and and you can't believe how many times we've already stood up and sat down tonight. Um, But in these opening verses, we're told what to do when we worship. Look at it with me. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Do you see the active words? Shout, worship, come, and with songs. Now, we haven't had too much shouting yet. Maybe Harry will shout later on whenever the water goes in his head and he maybe won't like that so much. Um, But that's okay. Uh, But worship is to be loud and is to be joyful. It's shout for joy to the Lord. Worship with gladness. Coming before him, not just with songs, but with joyful songs. See, sometimes... Sometimes Christians are thought of as the frozen chosen, you know, big sour gub on their face. Always miserable. Always looking for something to complain about. But that shouldn't be the case. We should be singing with joy and gladness. This is the what of worship. And it's all directed towards the Lord uh, there in verse 1. And verse 2. 
When you see the word Lord there in capital letters, it's speaking of God as the one who makes promises and keeps those promises. The God who is always the same. So that's who we worship. But did you notice who is meant to be doing the worshipping? Uh, the one, uh, sorry, the, the, the what is to shout and worship and sing joyfully, uh, but who should worship? Is it just for a few people? Only men? Only women? Only rich or only poor? Only older people or only young people? And then you grow out of it. Only people in the UK or only people somewhere else? Well, look again at verse 1. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. The call to worship goes out to everybody, to all the earth. As the first hymn put it, all people that on earth do dwell. So if you live on the earth, if you are alive tonight, then you are called to worship the Lord. You're called to shout and sing with joy and with gladness. Will you answer that call? But maybe you're asking yourself, well, why would I want to worship? Why should we worship? We see that in verse 3. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Why should we worship? Because God is God and we are not. But notice that there's another something we're to do there, to know. We come uh, to worship God because we know uh, that God is God. And as we come to him and sing to him and worship him, we are reminding ourselves of how great God is. And how is he so great? Because he made us. Tonight, that's obvious as we celebrate the birth and safe arrival of Harry. In another psalm, King David talks about how God knit me together in my mother's womb. And so we rejoice in God's gift of life. In the person that Harry is already and is becoming more and more every day as he reveals his personality. God made us and we are his. Or as the footnote suggests, another translation of that, God made us and not we ourselves. There's no such thing as a self-made man. God made each of us, has given us life and breath and everything else. And so we are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. We're under his care and keeping. The Lord is our shepherd. So do you see why we should worship? Because God is God. He has made us. He has given us life. And that should be reason enough. The very fact of our existence should cause us to worship. But actually the psalm doesn't stop there. Rather the why of worship leads to even more worship. To the what of worship all over again. Look at verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving 
and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. It tells us to enter his gates and his courts. This psalm was written when the temple still stood in Jerusalem, at the place where God's people came to worship him. But the temple isn't there anymore. It's just the wailing wall left. What does that mean for us? Do we still have to go to Jerusalem? Or how does that work if there's no temple anymore? The thing is, though, that God still has a temple on the earth. He has a dwelling place. But it isn't made of brick or stone. Rather, it's made up of people. People who love Jesus, who worship him and follow him. The church is the temple of God, the place where God dwells. Not not this building, but the people who meet inside it. Because we have God inside us. So for us to enter God's gates and his courts is to be with other Christians. To join together in worship, to give thanks to God and to praise his name. You see, to worship is to say thank you and to praise God's name, his character. Later on in the service, I will use Harry's name whenever I baptise him. And from here on, Harry will be getting a name for himself. He'll have a reputation, so he will. He'll be building that reputation as he goes to nursery and to school and to work and whatever else he does in life. And people will know him, that that Harry Harper, for good or ill, (laughs) that Harry Harper, you know him, you know what he's like. They'll know his name, his reputation, his character. When I baptise him, I will use his name. But I'll also use God's name. You see, Harry will be baptised in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And what is God's reputation? What is his character like? Why do we praise his name? We see that in the very last verse of the psalm verse 5 there here's the why of worship for the Lord is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations we worship God because of who he is and what he is like It says the Lord is good all of the time. He won't change. He doesn't change. He is always the same. He is always good. We heard about that in our second reading. How God is constantly at work for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose. He is good. But more than that, his love endures forever. It never runs out. 
It never stops. It never comes to an end. There is no expiry date on the love of Jesus. His love is constant towards us and even higher and wider and deeper than your love for Harry. The love that you have for Harry is like nothing compared to God's love for you. In fact, God loved you so much that he gave you Jesus. He came into the world to die on the cross for you. To take your place. He came to open up the gates so that we can come to God. You see, our, our, our sins were a barrier. Uh, they were separating us from God. God is good, but we aren't. But Jesus came to take away our sins. To bring us to God. To bring us home. And he did it because he loves us so much with this love that endures forever. And because God is good and he loves us, that means he is also faithful. He keeps his promises. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't flake out on us. And his faithfulness continues through all generations. It's because we know who God is and what God is like that we come to to worship him. Sunday by Sunday. It's why Christians around the world worship Jesus. The question is, will you join us as we worship? Will you give your life to follow the Lord who gave his life for you? That is our prayer tonight for Harry. That he will grow up to know the goodness and the love and the faithfulness of the Lord Jesus. And that he will follow him all his days and worship him. And it's our prayer for each of us gathered here. For everyone in all the world. That you and they and everyone will worship as we shout for joy to the Lord because of the why of worship. God's godness, his goodness, his love and his faithfulness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your name. We thank you that that you are good, that your love endures forever, that your faithfulness continues through all generations. Father, we pray that we would know uh, those truths for ourselves tonight. We pray that you would move us to worship you, to surrender our lives to you. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.